We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Paul says, There was given me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan. Now, the word messenger is the same Greek word translated angel here in verse 14 in chapter 11. So he is literally saying, There was given me an angel of the devil to buffet me. Now, the word buffet, I think we need to talk just a little bit about that. The word buffet here means to strike with a clenched fist or an open hand. In other words, it was a steady buffeting, buffeting Paul, buffeting Paul. It was not sickness and disease, as most people have read between the lines. Some of them been taught that way. Some translations say it that way. But you better stay with the Word of God. It says, There was given me a messenger of Satan, a thorn in the flesh, and he called it an angel of the devil. So if Paul said that my thorn in the flesh was an angel of the devil, who are we to tell Paul that he was wrong? It was his thorn. He was the one that had the revelation about it. He's the one that's sharing it with us. Isn't it amazing that all kinds of religious ideas have caused it to be something else other than a messenger of Satan? And it always turned out that God was doing it to him, trying to get Paul to be humble. But you know, the Bible didn't say that. Now you understand what I'm talking about when I said we're going to kick over some sacred cows. I think I just heard a sacred cow tumble over. <laughs> now notice this. A messenger of Satan to buffet me, slap with a clenched fist or an open hand. In other words, it was a continual buffeting, buffeting, buffeting everywhere he went. Everywhere he tried to preach the gospel. There was a riot. There was trouble. They tried to kill him, stone him, and did leave him for dead. The Jews led him out of the city, left him for dead. And I'll tell you, religious people are the most vicious people in the world. And if they left him for dead, you can mark it down. He was dead. Paul died. In fact, I believe that's what Paul's referring to here when he said, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago that was caught up into the third heaven, you see. If you check it out, you'll find it was about 14 years ago that they did that, that they stoned him and left him for dead. So evidently he did die, and he did go to heaven. And he did have this revelation, you see. His spirit, he was caught up in the spirit. He said, I don't know whether I went in spirit or body. But he said, I know I was there. Now, he said that this buffeting was continual. Now, notice what he goes on to say. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. Well, now, wait a minute. We skipped a real good thought here. I want to back up and insert this there in verse 7. It says, There was given me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me. Now, the Greek, I believe it's the literal, interlinear Greek New Testament says, a messenger of Satan that he might buffet me. A personal pronoun. A personal pronoun. Now, that ought to tell you something. For one thing, it tells you it wasn't sickness. It wasn't disease. It wasn't sore eyeballs. Or it wouldn't have been called a he. It said, a messenger of Satan that he might buffet me. Then Paul goes on here. Verse 8. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. 
Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, let's take this apart just a section at a time here, and we can understand it. Paul says, He said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. Now, Paul says, I besought the Lord. I came to the Lord about this thorn in the flesh. And he said to me, Jesus said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, Paul. Now, what does that mean? It didn't say, the scriptures didn't say, no, Paul, I won't heal you. Or no, Paul, it's not my will. But you see, that's been taught through religious tradition in religious circles. But that's not what the scripture says. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. In other words, God's grace was sufficient to deliver Paul. Now, first of all, I think we're going to have to understand what grace is before we can understand what Jesus said to Paul. Now, the problem has been that we thought that grace was just unmerited favor. Now, certainly that's involved in it, but there's something more to it than that. Second Peter chapter 1, Peter says, He hath given unto us all things... Well, let's back up a few scriptures there. He says, Grace and peace is multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. In other words, grace is multiplied through the knowledge of God. When you learn about God, His grace is multiplied to you. I was talking to the Lord about this one day, and he said, grace is my willingness. Now, see, we've never seen that. I think most of the church has never understood what grace meant. Grace is not just unmerited favor, because if God had been willing that the world be saved, but said, well, I'm in favor of it, but I'm just not going to get involved in it. I'm in favor of it. If the world can save themselves, it's all right with me. I'm in favor of it. See, now, that'd be our definition of grace. If God just said, well, I'm in favor of it, and, uh, you know, they really don't merit my favor, but I favor it anyway. If they can figure out how to do it, it's okay for me. Well, you know, we'd have been in trouble, wouldn't we? We'd all been lost. Because, you see, we couldn't have saved ourselves. But God got personally involved and sent his own son and redeemed mankind. So what the Spirit of God said to me about that was that grace is my willingness to use my power and my ability on your behalf even though you don't deserve it. Now, if you get this understanding of grace when you read the Bible, it'll become a different book to you because grace is multiplied through the knowledge of God. You see, you can't believe any further than you have knowledge. So if you don't have knowledge of what Paul's thorn in the flesh was, you can't rightly divide the word of truth. You can't rightly understand what Paul is saying here. And therefore, that scripture may hold you in bondage all of your lifetime when it really brought deliverance to you if you could have understood what grace was and what Jesus was saying to Paul. Well, that's why we're teaching on this because this is one of the most misunderstood scriptures in the whole Bible probably the most misunderstood in the whole Bible. Grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. So what Jesus was saying to Paul was, Paul, my willingness to use my power and my ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it, is sufficient for you. I'm willing to do whatever you declare. Whatever you do on earth, you see, is what will be done. See, most people have never understood what Jesus meant when he told Peter, I give you the keys of the kingdom, Matthew chapter 16. He said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. 
One translation says this way, whatever you have a fire to loose on earth is what's already loosed in heaven. The intent is that whatever's bound out of heaven can be bound on earth and whatever is loosed in heaven can be loosed on earth. So, Jesus was saying to Paul, Paul, my grace, my willingness to cause this thing to come about is with you, but you're going to have to do it. I'm not going to do it. Jesus wouldn't do it. James says, resist the devil, he'll flee from you. Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, he'll flee from you. If Paul didn't resist him, he wasn't going to flee. That demon was not going to leave unless Paul resisted him, unless Paul cast that thing out, unless Paul took authority over it. And I'll just let you in on a little insight right here. We'll get into it the other session. Not only did Paul have a thorn in the flesh, many of you have a thorn in the flesh. It's not sickness, it's not disease, but it's a messenger of Satan assigned to you to buffet you, to stir up trouble, to cause you to get in strife everywhere you go so you can't preach the gospel freely, so you'll be in problems and always upset over moving into a hotel or something in the hotel won't work, the air condition goes out, and Satan is buffeting you with those things to get you in a position where you cannot accurately divide the word of truth and keep you in strife. We're going to tell you how to get over that, how to overcome that, and how to cast that out and get rid of that messenger of Satan. Oh, yeah, there are still thorns in the flesh today. Messengers of Satan assigned to buffet people and cause problems in their lives, cause problems in your finances, in your physical body, in situations in everyday life, just to keep you upset all the time and to keep you from being able to operate in the love of God. And we're going to learn how to get rid of that, to cast it out. God's grace is still sufficient for you. God's grace will still set you free from it, but God's not going to do it himself. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to call that down. You're going to have to cast out that that has come against you, and you're going to have to take authority over it. You see, you have to exercise your authority. When you exercise the authority God has given you, then all of heaven will back you up. God's grace is sufficient. God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf is sufficient to meet every need in your life and to call down every demon that's been assigned against you. But you're going to have to act on the Word of God. It's not going to happen just because it's in the Bible. It's going to happen when you take authority over the situation and by the knowledge, the enlightenment of the Word of God brings light to you and you act on the Word of God in faith and do what the Bible said to do, then thank God you'll be free from it. See, the problem has been that sometimes we just kind of took what somebody said about it. All some people know about the Bible is what they heard that somebody said, they thought somebody else heard somebody say about the Bible. <laughs> And I'll tell you, quite frankly, that just won't get it. We're going to have to meditate the Word, see what God's Word said for ourselves. That's what we intend to do. We'll come back, kick over some more sacred cows. We may rub some more cats the wrong way, but thank God, the entrance of God's Word will bring light to you. When light has come, you won't walk in darkness any longer, and you can rightly divide the Word of Truth. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today as we've been talking about rightly dividing the Word. We have an offer this week that I'm excited about. It's called Book and CD Offer Number 7154. It's God's Creative Power will work for you. The little mini book, 30-page mini book with teaching in the front of it, confessions in the back of it. 
And uh, I don't know, we've had people call us for years and years wanting us to put it on CD. I call it a talking book. God's creative power work for you. And the confessions are there. You can listen to them on the way to work and get them into your spirit. That's how you renew your mind to the Word of God. These are the confessions that I use to renew my mind to the Word of God and to get faith to come. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, the promise of God. So you confess the promise of God till faith comes, and then you pray, and you get results. Now, the confessions start out this way. I am the body of Christ. Satan had no power over me. Overcome evil with good. I am of God and have overcome the wicked one. For greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I will fear no evil. For you are with me, Lord. Your words, your spirit, they comfort me. I'm far from oppression. Fear does not come nigh me. No weapon formed against me will prosper. Whatever I do will prosper. For my righteousness is the Lord. I am delivered from the evils of this present world, for it is the will of God. No evil will befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling, for the Lord has given his angels charge over me. They keep me in all my ways, my pathway is life, and there is no death. I mean, it just goes on and on. I get excited about it. I like to do the whole thing. But it's available to you. The book on CD and also the little 30-page mini book for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. That's offer number 7154, God's Creative Power Work for You. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.